Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. Whitey, again, that motherfucker just hit a third. Suck my dick, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. And KG. It's, it's tough. As I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. I probably. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. On today's episode, we again don't have much to talk about, but we're going to find well, some stuff. We'll grind it out for you. Um, the sports world is yeah, it's a little slow. Brutally slow right now. Yep. Uh, well, we got a I'll lot of say, baseball look- talk last episode, so we don't need to hit on that very much. NBA is off season, some moves going on. Uh, free agency starts what tomorrow? I think tomorrow night at six, is it? So tomorrow, three tomorrow at six, three? they can negotiate. They can't officially sign anything till the July six or something like that. So, but it, it, yeah, I mean, you can verbally agree. Yeah. So Wojnarowski will probably just start dropping, dropping like tweets. It's gonna Woj happen. Bombs. Yeah, tomorrow. Did you, so I did, saying, I like, didn't. Really, I didn't watch a ton of the draft, but like the first few picks, like you see the shit he was pulling. Like even at the draft, he was like at the draft for ESPN, and like he—I don't know if he was necessarily tweeting, still tweeting stuff out, but like during the draft, he's like, "I'm hearing, although there's a high likelihood that Paulo Bancaro is number one," and then he'd be like, "Whatever, who the hell was two? Like he was doing the shit he do on Twitter, like mm-hmm. live on ESPN, and like this. Is oh, was it? I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that. I only watched the first like couple picks, and I'm like, I really don't know anybody else. I think he actually had the number one pick wrong for a little bit. So like the betting odds flipped to Jabari Smith and well you know why because somebody somebody go somebody said he he tweeted that out and then just went and hammered Paulo Bancaro at, at, on right. a bet the in bet. Vegas or yeah. something won a bunch of won a bunch of money but um I don't know it's um, hilarious how he like does that shit though what do you think of this uh, Deontay let me say his name Dejounte Dejounte I think it is Dejounte Murray. What do you think of this DeJounte Murray trade, Shuri? Have you seen it? I think, yeah. I, I don't I can't remember exactly what the Celtics gave up, but No. No, 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 I know. I'm saying the Celtics gave up for Derek White. And it had oh. like two first round picks, like future first round picks, and like some other scrubs um uh, they got rid of. But I think if they would have known that he would have been available, uh, I would much rather have Murray. Yeah. I love I well, like what, Murray. What's, but it's weird that he went to Atlanta. What's the contract situation with him though? I mean, is it is it more affordable right now? I mean, he's is he going to end up being a max guy? Like, I'm assuming. I would imagine after the last year, right? Right. He's be big. Yeah, he's so much more money than Derek White, but he's also like could be one of the key players. Looks like he's signed for this season, and then next season he's signed, and then he'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2024. 
So they're going for two more years to the Hawks. Yep. Um, That's. Yeah. I like the player and I don't get to watch him often because he's in San, San Antonio. Like they're never on TV. So it's not like you really know exactly what you're getting. But stat wise, he's great. <laughs> the Celtics sent for uh, Derek White. They sent Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford and a top four protected first round pick for this draft that just went by. Okay. So they just they've already, I don't know if that's a term conveyed. So Langford was like a number twelve pick, which it just shows so, that if it's a late NBA pick going in, in it's it's so hard to hit. Mm-hmm. So I I was reading something like on Twitter. I was like deep diving into like the Twitter replies, and then it led me to some of this like other like NBA insider. And it actually seemed to think that the Celtics were a little involved in this in Murray. Um, but, and I don't know if they weren't necessarily like willing to give up the picks or if they were willing to give up the amount of picks, they just weren't appealing as they would have been if there was like Atlanta. Cause like, I think Atlanta has got a, uh, a Hornets pick that's probably going to end up being better or something like that. But, um, so it does sound like the Celtics may have been kicked the tires on it a little bit, even after Derek white, but. I don't know if point guards their their need position too. It's like the Celtics. I just think they need. I just think they need. I depth. think it. Okay, so here's the thing. It it is a need if you get rid of Marcus Smart. But if you have Marcus Smart, then he's got to be your point guard. You see what I'm saying? Like if 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 you move, like yeah, I think point guards need and Marcus he can, either has to get better at it or you move on from Marcus and you get a better point guard. It's got to be one or the other. Yeah, I think yeah, I like think- if um if if Horford keeps like producing at his age, then I agree with that. But like if Horford starts to like fall off a lot, I would be okay with the Celtics like just bumping a guy up. Like Tatum starts playing bigger at four, uh, or small at four. I mean, sorry, Jalen goes to the three, moves Smart mm-hmm. to the two, and then put a point guard in. Uh, I'd be fine with them doing that if Horford falls off. Yeah. 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 You play. You can play Williams at the five, right? Yeah. They might even move Grant to that five, that four spot, Grant Williams, and mm-hmm. just because he plays bigger than he is. But I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I think that Murray's a great player. I don't get to watch him much, so I don't in, like know exactly like how his game is to be honest. But stat wise, he would be a nice get. Uh, yeah, I agree. Team. Like his stats are incredible, but I couldn't tell you if he's a good three point shooter, if he's a good slasher. Right, exactly. Good, well, I don't. I don't know that either. Just know we put up some pretty gaudy stats. Um, so I'm, I'm a Lakers fan, but it's basically because of like Kobe. I loved Kobe so much that I became a Lakers fan because of it. And then like ever since he's been gone, I don't really, I still, I guess, cheer for them, but I don't get excited if they win. But this whole saga going down with like Russell Westbrook on the team, the Lakers trying to shed his brutal contract. He just, he just opted in for $47 million. Insane. (laughs) And then this whole drama with Kyrie saying he wanted to come there and every, all these experts saying, oh, Kyrie's all but gone out of Brooklyn. And then next hour, you know, he's re-signing or not, he's uh, opting back into his contract with Brooklyn. I mean, if there was ever going to be a hard knocks for the NBA, it was like, oh, my God, I feel like I don't even know. I feel like wherever Kyrie goes, it's just high, hard knocks. It's. He just brings so much drama with him. It's incredible, the stories this guy brings. I think he would eat up the camera so much. Like, he would love it so much that it would be, like, annoying. Yeah. 
like JJ Watt. Like whenever they did hard knocks with JJ Watt, I was it was like hard to watch. It was like this guy is so annoying and such a hardo that I want to like shoot my head off. And the whole like divorce with Kyrie and LeBron in Cleveland, that was because Kyrie wanted to be the man, right? He didn't want yeah. to live in LeBron's shadow. But then he basically right. has found out that he can't really survive in this league without LeBron. So I don't know. Right. I and I just the thing that gets me about Kyrie, like you said, no matter where he goes, is always just like a bunch of bullshit, right? And the thing that's crazy about him is like he's like he's always the victim. Like he always plays it up like he's misunderstood, and it's like no, like it's one thing if you go to one team and then like there's a problem, but when like every stop that you've been in, like if people are like this guy's a fucking idiot, like you gotta look yourself in the mirror and be like maybe I am the problem, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't, and I I I don't know I. The guys, I, I can't stand him. I mean, he's, a, he's an unbelievable talent in the NBA, but I, he just drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just an asshole. Like, I, like, listen to him. I, you guys know I hate him so much. Like, I mean, I've had him in my top number one hated athlete. But, like, you listen to him talk, and he just thinks he's smarter than people. And, like, I actually think he's dumb. Like, when I hear his takes, I'm like, this guy is fucking dumb as shit. It's like if one thing, if it's like Jalen Brown's talking to you and like I really like hear words that I've never heard before. And I'm like, wow, OK, that guy's smart. Mm-hmm. Kyrie is like a dumb human human being. Like he's mm-hmm. dumb. It's so bad. Like his takes are so bad that it's like brings you backwards in life. Um, I think I truly, truly think that the Nets were praying he would opt out. Yes. But, but if he does. If he does that, I mean, yeah, he opts out though. They must, they must contemplate somewhat like trying to just tear it down because they're not going anywhere with fucking Durant and Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. As good as Durant is, unless Ben Simmons has like a second coming of like Jesus Christ yeah. and like figures it out. They just, they that team is not going to be very good with just the two of them. Um, I think that's probably enough. We want to waste our breath on Kyrie, but I was one one thing I just saw today, which I think is really cool. Uh, the Sixers, obviously, like one of the best teams, like in the East last year, obviously went healthy. Uh, but Harden declined his player option, and he's doing it not to get more money. He's doing it to get a more uh, team friendly contract to make his make the Sixers around him better. I absolutely love it when players start doing this, like they've earned their money, and now they just want to get a ring. And I think that's yeah. what Harden's at. That's the point Harden's at in his life. Until we read like next me. week that he signs with yeah, a Supermax. <laughs> yeah, so and so with the Atlanta Hawks. And we're like, wait, yeah. what? And I, I mean, maybe it just seems, and the thing is weird is it seems like Harden was never that type of guy to do that. No. Yeah, it seems out of, out of character for him. He really turned does. out 47 million. That's, I just, I can't get over like the money these guys get. Like, of but course. Of course, Russ took forty-seven million. Like his next deal, he's not gonna make forty-seven million per year. Uh, also, one thing too, like who's somebody? Oh, somebody else just oh, wow, John Bradley. Wall. But then didn't didn't Th- that was a Houston, buyout? That was a buyout. But no, he yeah. well, I thought he opted in, and then they bought him out, right? Uh, they do. And then they he ended up signing. Him. So they waived him. So I think they bought him out. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I thought he. I thought it was like a situation where he needed to opt into the deal. Then they were gonna buy him out of the final year of the contract. But because then he signed with the Clippers, right? Or intends he to would, when, yeah. when the time comes. 
Yeah. And that's like such a, like, I don't think Walls, he's just way past his prime. He hasn't played in the league, I feel like, in five years, it seems like. But that's such a great thing for the Clippers because Wall's still getting his money. He's still getting his $40 million or whatever it was from the Rockets. And then yeah. he can just go sign for the league minimum, basically, to play with the Clippers. And it helps him, like, you know, if he can play. It's, that's that's huge deals. So, um, what's have you guys heard anything on Bradley Beal? I know he opted out. Is he opting out to get a bigger deal with the Wizards? Or is he opting out to, like, actually test free agency? It sounds like he's leaving the Wizards whether he signs a max deal with another team or a max deal with the Wizards and sign and trade. Sign and trade. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, the sign and trade works for both teams, really. I mean, the Wizards get something back. It's less on the salary cap for the other team, and it's more money for your superstar that's put in 10 years of work for you. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it sounds like he well, is leaving no matter what. It's less on the sal- – well, but they still – whenever they do the signing trade, they need to send, like the, – they need to match, match it up for the cap reasons, right? Like so, what do you mean? Well, I guess what I'm saying is, when you say it's less on the salary cap, why? How is that? Because it's like if just say, yeah, I'm yeah. To because if you sign just a, say like, if you like, it's like if okay, so say if the Celtics signed Jason Tatum to a contract, it counts less against your salary cap because he was on your team, like you drafted him. You see what I'm saying? No, I, no, I understand. I get that, but I guess what I'm saying is if. If the Celtics signed Tatum to a thirty-five million dollar a year deal, how yep. is it any less? How is it not thirty-five million against the cap? Because in the NBA, it's better for you to sign your guys that you drafted. So, like, if you sign, oh, I don't because know you can go, yeah, because you can go over the cap with like the bird rights. Exactly. Situation. So the yeah. way it works is with the sign and trade. Beal signed that deal for the team that he was on, so the counts less against the cap. So, yeah. The sign and trade allows players to sign with a new team who is already over the cap for more than the mid-level exception of approximately ten million. So they can go over the cap by ten million with the sign and trade. But like, let's like for instance, like if the Celtics, if the Celtics were to make a run at Beal, like they almost have to send Horford's contract back to make it work, right? Yes. Yeah. Like regardless if they can go over yeah. the cap, they can't. Which they, would they need to kill me because you know I I would love to have two Gators sit on that team. So it says also that the team. So like say if the Wizards did the sign trade, the Wizards would get a trade exception back. Like that's just part of the deal. They get a trade exception. Yeah. Is that the only way you get those? I don't know how you get them. Uh, uh, the so the Celtics and they don't make sense. Tra- I know. They really don't. But in it, it's really weird too because they that's like the Celtics have like right now they have I don't know, like twenty five or twenty six million dollars in trade exceptions right now this year or available and they that the exception exceptions expire for a certain amount of time. They have until July sixth to use it. So like if and I don't even get it, like is it free money? I I don't really know. Maybe but you can like, go over the cap by that much? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't. I have no idea what it means. But and like, there's some stipulations too. Like, if you have certain exceptions, you can't use certain ones with the other ones. But you can use. It's. I don't fucking understand it either. It's all. It's just. It's weird to me. Like the Celtics' biggest one is they have like one for like, seventeen and a half or eighteen yes. and a half when they the Evan Fournier deal, and I actually like read something they were saying like, there's a chance or like people have kicked around the idea of the Celtics trading for Evan Fournier using his own exception exception 
to get him back or something like that. So I, I, there's so many like weird rules when it comes to salary cap and like trades and stuff in these leagues. I like don't understand it. That's why like these general managers are, are fucking animals because they just like to understand all the complexities of it. This, all of it is, is it's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a question for you guys. When you guys like for fantasy sports, when you guys are making a big trade, like we made some pretty, we made a pretty big one last week for Gola. Like, do you actually get like nervous at all before like oh, accepting yeah. or before heading like the submit button? Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. So, so like I do too. I get nervous and I they contemplate in my brain for like, for a long time. seems like, can you imagine that on like an actual professional sports scale? Like if you were a GM, I couldn't. You know, especially, no. especially on like, I mean, you have like these small ass deals like Major League Baseball where they send like this middle of the road prospect for like a middling reliever. Who cares? But like when you, you know, like the Mookie Betts deal, when it's like, or something like that where it's an absolute monster and it's going to change the team who's sending that superstar away, their franchise for, you know, for the next five years you got to have a set of fucking nuts on on you to do it because it's got to be just like anxiety ridden all the time. Brutal. Like Shuri used to do trade, trade grades in our league. And that would sometimes would be like, Oh fuck, what's Shuri going to think of this trade. But when these professional sports teams are doing it, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of like sports writers around America saying like who won this trade, who lost this trade. So it's like instant, like basically the gratification or instant, like uh, just, like shit i fucked up there and made a bad deal i guess but uh yeah that would be very stressful like they must have like i'm just like i don't know i know there's a lot of bad ones but like one that i can instantly think of is when deandre hopkins went from the texans to arizona and they got back like david johnson who was horrendous like he had good years and then he was horrendous Mm -hmm. but like how how long did it take the texans gm at the time to be like what did i just do and like Mm -hmm. Can he just like keep trying to talk himself into like he did a good job? Like, I feel I like did the Texans have a really big run of doing stupid shit? Yeah, they, they gave up. Else? They gave up two first round picks for uh, oh, the fucking guy who smoked weed at Laramie Tunsil. Tunsil. Yeah. Who was like an average left tackle? The pitcher came out of him with the gas mask on with the yes. smoking weed, is how it was. Yeah. Like some of these trades, you don't realize they're bad. Like, especially like the prospect one, you don't realize they're bad until like years later. Mm-hmm. But right, that, right. that text, like football is like instant. Like, you either have a player or you don't, and you know it right away. And yep. boy, like that guy must have just like known mm-hmm. right away he was getting the boot out of Texas, like the Texans. That's really true. That's, that's like, that's so true. Like, baseball. A lot of baseball trades are prospect driven, so you don't really know who wins them until like five, six years later down the road. But it is funny for the baseball ones looking back at it and being like, holy shit, this team traded like this 33 year old mm-hmm. veteran to get like these prospects and they turn the prospects turn out to be like, you know, Jordan Alvarez or something like that. And it's it's if you want to see something that's like hilarious, like do you remember if this was six uh, probably longer ago than that like eight years ago there was some like the houston Astros had like some like their gm emails leak or something like that so there there was like this log of conversations the Astros gm had with other gms so like for instance ben charrington was the gm for the Sox at the time and it's unbelievable like they start throwing around names on like possible trades 
and like how like there was one with the Sox, like they was a deal. No, like absolutely not. Like they would not add like Casey Fossum or some shit like that. And it's just like unbelievable the names you think about it. You're like you should have just jumped all over that. Like mm-hmm. I think there was one. I think there was one. It was like I would, if you guys should look it up sometime. It was like they were trying. The Astros were trying to trade like Bud Norris, and like they went to Miami and were like, ah, uh, we we could do the deal for like Stanton, but it, we're not doing it for anybody else. It's like, well, it's fucking Bud Norris. And we did like, <laughs> it, was, or it was something absolutely ridiculous. But if you look it up, it's like, it's pretty cool to read the conversations. And I'm like, it'd be so awesome to just be involved in that front office thing to be like, just to deal with that shit all the time. Plus there's so many that like, yeah, like you said, there's so many that were possibly trades that they're thinking about from like years ago. Like, Hey, we would have given up, uh, Paul Goldschmidt if you just would have gave us uh, Lars Anderson and they're like no fucking way am I giving up Lars Anderson <laughs> and they, I mean. we never knew that that could have happened but now we look at it it's like imagine if we had fucking Paul Goldschmidt as our fucking first base mm-hmm. for the last 15 years that would have been nice uh, just so you know Casey Fossum had a 5.45 career ERA and a minus one war for his career so just putting that out there mm. oh my god Mm. I'm gonna like I'm gonna see if I can find it and then like um because there was like a trans strip I'm gonna see if I can find it and then just like tell you guys some of them because it was unfucking believable. Did you guys you guys probably sent this in the baseball chat I'm not in it but did you guys see like the list of pirate pitchers who have left or been traded since 2018? What is it? What you say? What? A, a Pittsburgh pirate pitcher? Oh, pirate that have oh, left since crazy, 2018. Oh, it's crazy, dude. Is like is that, that be the best staff Derek Cole in including that? Oh yeah, I didn't know if he was before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's eighteen. Um, Glasnow, uh, Tyone, whatever it is from the Yankees, Musgrove, uh, the closer right now for the Yanks. Oh yeah, wow, dude, it's an unbelievable list. And <laughs> Pittsburgh has nothing to show for it. Nothing. They've made some Shane, bad oh, trades. Oh, Shane Baz, Shane Baz. Yeah, he came I over mean, in the Austin Meadows deal, right? It's it was unbelievable. Meadows, many- Glasnow. Meadows, like Glasnow, and Baz for uh, Archer. For Archer. Archer. Yeah, that's a rugged one. That's an absolute rugged one there. It's unreal the base, though. Like, but you know what? I will give. I will say this. Um, as far as Pittsburgh goes that year, I'll give them credit for going for it because that 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 year they were good. Then they were like Archer may put us over the top. So I give them credit for like actually try to swing a huge deal um but for the most part it's like um just a bunch of bullshit oh okay so here's what it was the red sox reached out to the astros about bud norris and but they wanted bogarts back in return and like the Sox obviously wouldn't do it and then there was one here with um miami was willing to trade stanton but they wanted uh Correa Springer and then like another piece but there there's some more of them that were just like crazy stupid um like dumb players that are just shit that nobody nobody would want but that's so bad yikes it's cool to hear those kind of those trade offers that were out there though oh yeah, it's like, unreal how, I wonder how that came about like why that was even came brought as like public knowledge they got it got Elite. leaked somehow yeah. I don't remember if somebody hacked into the system or uh what the deal was but yeah 
Not good, dude. Um, no. There was something else I wanted to say, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you guys are wondering, the Yankees won again today. They've already won. So Unbelievable. Yeah. They, they can't uh, lose. I think, was it last night or two nights ago, they had a walk-off homer there with Judge. Uh, they just don't lose, yeah. On pace for 119 wins at this point. It's, it's Even, they, dude, they started the other day. It was like 5 nothing the first. I was like, all right, well, at least they're not going to gain a game on the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. Win. Wild. Wild, wild. How many more uh, weeks we got until football starts, dude? What's college football starting? Like August? Usually the last week of August, and then first week of September is usually September 10th is a opening yeah. Sunday. So for football, I NFL, September I mean, yeah. 6th is probably opening day of football. Do you guys get into like the uh, preseason games at all? No, uh, like, I watch. watch them. No. I watch them all. You do? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll watch some of them. That like are I mean like cornerback is supposed to be two good rookies, but I mean it's crazy that they're saying they're supposed to be. Good when they've never even pl- like they haven't even suited up yet. They're just looking good in practice. So they televise all the Patriots preseason games for New England. Yeah. They do for like yeah. like yeah. New England like it's regional called network. Regional, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like I think it's normally isn't on like normally ABC. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. It like comes on Channel Eight. Uh, I'll I usually watch like the first half maybe. But once they usually have like some of the guys that are like the undrafted guys, I usually don't watch too much in the second half and shit. I mean, mm-hmm. if there's nothing else on, I'll watch it because it's football, but I'd rather watch that than pretty much anything else. But so, so is Baker still with the Browns? Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, I, yeah. I read an article and it says, uh, it basically says that uh, Mayfield on Browns, both sides have moved on. And it's saying that the Browns would have to reach out to reconcile, but both sides ready to move on. Oh, I I think that I think that uh, Mayfield, even if well, I don't say even if Watson suspended, when Watson suspended, I think Mayfield's just going to be like, "Fuck you guys, I'm not playing." Which I don't blame him. Would he still get paid? No, probably not. They probably just like suspend him or something. But I also saw something today, and this is how ridiculous the NFL is. Just, you know, them doing great things as far as suspending people. Um, they come out like a few weeks ago or when we recorded Sunday about how um, the NFL expects to suspend Watson indefinitely. It'll be at least a year. And then there's a story like come out today. It says the NFL would actually just ag- would agree to like six to eight games. I'm like, oh, OK. So you're really just a slap on the wrist for him. Like, right. I, I don't, I'm going to say allegedly, allegedly sexually assaulting like 100 fucking women. So. Fucking scumbag. It's so disgusting. What, well, what a mistake. Like, you. can the Browns ever not, like, make a mistake? Like, this is a bad... I love it. It's they hilarious. just can't not fuck up. Like, like you finally have a good roster around you. You could have traded for Russell Wilson and give up less. I mean, Russell is, I mean, a perfect resume as a, as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um... Instead, you go and get a guy who's probably just as talented. I mean, they're probably equal, but lo- younger. But you know is coming with tons of red flags, and they just can't help themselves but fuck up. It's so Browns. Uh, the only other team, like, well, yeah, it is so Browns. I was going to say the Lions could do something stupid like, like that. Like, why wouldn't you wait Lions to know suck. what's going to happen? Like, you had to jump on, like, and also, 
brilliantly played by the Texans. The Texans actually did something oh. right, huh? Yes. Yeah. New GM. I, I don't. Oh, I, I just don't yeah. understand how, as a former Patriots guy, right? Yeah, it's uh. Casario. Nick Casario's fucking I, brilliant. I just don't understand how you're the Browns. How, if you're the Browns, how you move forward with that deal and then give him that kind of money with none of that shit playing out yet. I think it, it's you. Ha, I like. I just don't know how you do it. I. It, but I guess the Browns are gonna brown the Browns, right? I mean, it's just so fucking dumb. Yep. The the thing about it too is well is that I feel like the Browns are just those the fans there just want to win at all costs. So Watson will serve his time and then he'll come back next year. And if he wins, the fans are gonna love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna be like let's take the higher road. Have, I have a hard time like how the fuck is a guy gonna go out not play? Two full years plus, and come out and ball out right away. I just, I just have a hard time thinking he's gonna be able to do it. I mean, he he's so athletic and he's so good, but that's a long time to take off. You would hope he's yeah. just like studying every single play, every single playbook, like everything. You know what I mean? You hope he's doing that. Yes. So that he's the smartest I, guy in the field at the end of this. Yeah. I still think, but it's it's like no matter how much you study a playbook, no matter how much whatever. I feel like you can never, you're never going to get to where you need to be. You need like, he's going to need a ton, shit ton of reps to get yeah. like caught up. Mm-hmm. Like even if he gets suspended for eight games, there's a chance he's not like f- fully where he needs to be by the time the season's over with. How does suspensions Except work? If, not, if he's suspended, could he even, can he practice with the team? I don't think he can. Even They're all the different. They're all different. You can't be at the facility. I thought so like if it's Edelman, a performance enhancing drug, you can't be. I don't know about like the way this is. Oh, yeah. God, I, was like, I know like when Edelman got when Edelman got popped right. and got four games, he couldn't be at the facility at all. What yeah. about when Brady with the deflate game? Same. He couldn't Same. be there. Nope. Why? Because that was considered performance enhancing. I don't was, know. I just know yeah. that I've seen it before where players have been allowed like there, but I don't know what like the actual rule is. So. So no then Ray the Rice. Ray Rice beats the shit out of someone, but he can go practice with this team. He could probably no, he, they definitely let him practice and hang out. And there's no doubt about that. Domestic violence. That bad. Plus the Ravens are a bunch of sleazeballs anyways. So. Domestic violence and a sexual assault, the NFL is A-OK with. But if you deflate a football, we will ostracize you. I wonder what they're doing with um, uh, the Falcons receiver. They were betting the bet. What's his name? Um, Calvin Ridley. Calvin. Ridley. I know what like, his deal is, you know. I wonder wonder where they place betting on football, like where it comes to suspending. I'm surprised they didn't like suspend him for the rest of his fucking career. Right now, right? Yeah. Did you guys see? I don't think we touched. I don't think we talked about this um, Sunday. But did you see the clip of um, Goodell when they he's at the, like the deposition for like the whole stuff, all the stuff going on with the mm-hmm. uh, Guardians and not the Guardians, the Commanders. And how you saw they asked the, one of the senators asked him about why he banned Dave Portnoy from the stadium, and Goodell's like, I'm not even sure who that is, mm-hmm. and like he just like lied through his fucking teeth in front of Congress about it. Such a liar. Uh, Definitely knows so who funny. that is. Yeah, it's like you had him dragged out of a stadium during a Super Bowl, like, and then he won a he won a raffle and you refused to let him like go to a game or go to your house and like watch a game with you, so. You definitely know who he is. Fucking sleazeball. 
Um, I wanted to say, uh, Show Dog, uh, was it last episode? Yeah, it was last episode, I think. We got talking about fantasy sports and, uh, like, the dedication of everyone in your league, you know? Yep. And you're not in our baseball chat anymore, so you might not even know this, but uh, I am... I am stepping down from my team after this year in our fantasy baseball league, dude. It's been Whoa. what 13, 14 Whoa, breaking news. 13, 14 years. Uh, and um I was kind of set off by this like before the season started. And then we had our we had our episode last week, whatever it was, last episode we had, and that kind of got the gears moving. And then I've just had trade offers out there to multiple teams over the last couple of weeks with just absolutely zero response. Just if you don't like the trade, just reject it. And um, I'm just sick of it. So I got added back to the baseball chat after you left the baseball chat. Mm. Um, so I did know, uh, but I don't blame you. Like this is not. You can't have half the league moving half half the guys, right? So like if you're already on this half the league has the guys, they're not going to move. Mm-hmm. And this is no fun that way. Yeah. And I don't blame you. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how the league goes. I don't know. I mean, we lost our commissioner, so that's that's gonna be a tough take. I don't know what. I, I mean, that's replacing you with somebody. I mean, it's not gonna be the same as I don't know. It's just we're not gonna be uh, quite quite the level that it used to be. That's for sure. So who knows? Yeah, and I don't. I don't really know who's gonna want to do that shit either. I don't want to fuck. I don't want to fucking deal with it. But. We'll see. You know, it's like the the theory when you get older, like if don't if it's not fun and it's just becoming like a, a pain in the ass, don't do it. Like mm-hmm. baseball chat was becoming a pain in the ass to me. You guys asked me why I left. I fucking left. It was becoming mm-hmm. a pain in the ass. Don't do it. Like this past year, I was shocked that he did it, but like I mean I'm following his suit, but Bird leaving the league, like he wasn't he wasn't into it as as much as it used to be and that's rightfully i mean i understand he's got two kids now he's got a wife and everything like our lives have completely changed from 14 years ago everyone's lives have changed and it's it's actually really cool that bird stepped up and said you know what i'm not into it like i used to be and i'm just gonna i'm gonna back out and let someone else have a chance at this and that's pretty cool that he was you know able to do that so i will say Brennick has taken a lot of credit for knocking you out of the league, saying he kicked your ass so bad that you cannot take it and you're leaving the league. So that was demoralizing. Hey, shout, out, shout out, Chris. That was demoralizing. I almost, I've been depressed for two weeks. So uh, mm-hmm. since he's beat me, um, if I beat for goal, I think I'll regain that. So yeah. Oh, but you're already, you already fucking. Uh, I got Shut up. Oh, I fucking hate this bullshit. I. Yeah, did he do this he last time and then he yeah, won? He like, did this so last time. It and works then he hit awesome. Six and a half, five and a half. He, he did it the last time. Then he has, I think he hit like nine home runs on Sunday or some shit. Uh, but he hit seven yesterday, so I'm hoping he got that day out of the fucking out of the. I system. actually took this 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 uh, page out of the book from T. Ruff. So like, if I play T. Ruff, he knows like it gets under my skin. If if I score like one touchdown, it could be on a Thursday night. He just writes this big fucking thing about how it's over already and like, hey, next year we should do these for rules and like all this shit about how it's already over. And it irks me so bad. So when I did the Fagola two weeks ago, I mean, uh, last time we played, I, I obviously I know it fucking hurt because it irks me. Uh, I had to do it again. It's just the, like playing the negative card is such an awesome card to play. It's uh, awesome. Well, it, it, 
it's a win-win, dude, because like you just yeah. you're basically <laughs> expecting to lose oh, now, but then if you win, right? Yeah. And then it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you win, you kind of gloat, like, oh, my team come back. And if you lose, you're like, oh, I fuck, I was right, dude. I fucking told you so. Exactly. What a greaseball move, dude. Just you, are a fucking, you are a fucking grease Greasy. Greasy. Um, um, do you guys want to get in the draft? Or you got something? I got yeah, I do, but question. I got I, I to gotta get in something after. But go ahead, ask your question, G, and I'll, I'll hit it after. So both of you guys are on vacation next week. Yes. Yep. Um, how many beers do you think you'll drink next week? <laughs> I just Both got guys, home with Drew. So, Drew said he'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night. So, um, and they're both both of these guys are they're going different directions. Goal's going way north. Cherry's going a little north. But both of them are going to be on the water. Yes. And I got a golf course right behind the camp. Like you do. I'm not talking within a driving distance. I'm talking. A walk, a easy. Pitch, a pitch, a pitching wedge through the trees. On Let's the put it this way: you could th- you could hit it with a football, dude. Yeah, I could. I you guys joke around a lot, but I could definitely hit <laughs> that course with a football. football. That's awesome. Um, I so I my vacation starts after tomorrow. I have Friday off, so I'm going to be up there from the first until I think it's the tenth or the eleventh. So I got ten days. Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's, it's not unrealistic for me to go up there and drink at least ten beers a day. A hundred beers is the number, then? Oh, I was gonna say a thousand. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna be realistic about it. Let's set the over under at. Let's set the over under at. Ninety. Because there's probably there's probably well, yeah I'm gonna say a little bit less than a hundred because there's days of like if it's like rainy and shitty out we kind of just lay around and watch oh, movies. Cribbage. Beers. Uh, right. So let's set the over under like we'll go with ninety, and I'll I will keep track on my phone on how many I how many I go. So what do you guys think? Are you gonna take the over or are you gonna take the under? I'm um, gonna say you uh, you go over. Who are you there with? So it's me, Lid her mother her grandmother her cousin emily and her cousin leah however you got to remember something next door is my uncle tim my cousin matt my cousin john and then at the end of the second week my father and my brother are coming up Hmm. hmm. yeah because the crowd the crowd makes a huge difference like shuri is going to be with like just like partiers the entire time yeah but i got a baby now oh god okay um I think I think it's under ninety because of the crowd, Fagola. I think if Fagola was at Worthley with the crowd, it's easily over ninety. Okay, so I get I do have a question: Is it just beers or is it drinks? Because like I'll have a bl- couple bloodies and maybe I'll have a. Oh, no, that's fine. Here. That yeah. counts. So, that counts. All right. Yeah. Uh, you may have just forced me to get fucking. Just <laughs> absolutely smothered a few nights. I feel like I'm gonna hammer 180. I mean, uh, <laughs> one nine, 90. I think I'm gonna hammer 90. I think you said 180. I did too. I don't know what else. Hammer the 90. The whole week. Uh, yeah, Friday to Saturday we leave. Saturday. Oh, but I'm spending the night Saturday night because we got a wedding thing. So, oh, it's not even close. It's like a reception. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, 
And then so we can touch a little housekeeping here. So uh, just for people, we're probably not going to re- – we're going to do an episode. Uh, we're not going to do one this Sunday. We'll do one the uh, on Wednesday. Um, so we'll release one episode next week. But I need to talk about real quickly, and I'm going to – we can beat the dead horse with this live tour shit. But Brooks Kepka has to be one of the biggest fucking yeah. douchebags to walk the planet. I that I want truly I can't stand him. I fucking hate him. I like legit out of all these guys that have done it, he's the worst. And gone, he's got to be the worst because he stands up on that podium during the U.S. Open and like berates these like reporters when they ask him questions. And then the very next day, the next fucking day, he goes. He, they, they announced he's joining the Lyft tour. And then the idiot's got the audacity to come out and say, oh, we ne- I, haven't ta- I haven't had a conversation with him until after the U.S. Open. Fuck you, dude. Mm-hmm. And then he gets like, he's, that guy is one of the most pompous fucking assholes in the game of golf. And the PJ tour is better off with him not on it because he is a fucking, his like hard bullshit. Mm-hmm. And like the, like, I, I, don't, I don't really care about any other tournament. I only care about the majors. Like, I don't even practice. I don't even like golf. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, you are a gigantic piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. I, I, I'm i not, I've never really been a huge fan of the guy. I think it's, I, I like to see this. It's kind of cool when guys like keep winning this majors. I think that's really cool. Cause like, I love to see that number grow. I love to see guys like challenge records and all that shit. Uh, but just his attitude, I hate it. I would much rather have like these other young guys, like, Justin Thomas and Rory like leading the leading the charge than Brooks Cup yeah. because like their attitude is just so much better and so much like it's so much cooler to be around. Yeah, he seems like a douchebag though. Um, is there? I, mean, I was thinking about this too. Like, of all the big names that have gone, you have Phil, DJ, Bryson, Patrick Reed, Brooks, Matt Wolf, maybe not so much. But of all the bigger names, if you kind of notice like. All of them are guys that people are like, look at and they're like, these guys are kind of douchebags. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's people who really like Brooks Kepka, but there's a lot of people like, this guy's kind of a fucking douche. Mm-hmm. Same with Brooks. I feel like DJ, I think a lot of people like DJ, but I feel like a lot of people are like, DJ rubbed them the wrong way. And like, Phil is another one. I feel like the, Phil had, was one of the most popular players on tour, but I think it, he, there's a lot of people who are like, he's kind of a douche. So like I, it's so it's weird if you look at like the bigger names that have gone, most of them are guys that people I think are like, yeah, they're fucking douchebags. Like, we've most people have thought this, and this, this is kind of just like, mm-hmm. and I but I will give two guys credit. Pat Perez, he came out yesterday and said, I'm 48 years old. I've been on the tour since 1998. I've been traveling since 1998. He goes. Me coming to this and getting guaranteed money and having the person as big as they are and playing only in 10 tournaments, it's like hitting a lottery for a guy like me. So I give him credit for it. And Matt Wolf come out and said something similar today. He's talking about the reasons why he did it. And he goes, yeah, I'm not going to lie. The money, the money is a reason, one of the reasons why I did it. I'm not going to say it's not. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not the only reason. He goes, but I don't know how long I'm going to play golf. He goes, I, who knows? I could do something and blow my back out fucking – Basically, he's like, so, yeah, money was one of the reasons, which pisses me off because some other guys, like, won't just come out and say, yeah, they offered me $200 million. I, I'm fucking dumb not to. Like, I have way more respect for them if they just admit it. 
I wonder I wonder if like live golf like the 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 PR side of things has like changed their toot on stuff because I feel like they they purposely made it in the beginning where these guys the like Kepka DJ those guys they never talked about money and I'm guessing it's because Liv told them not to they said talk about the schedule talk about you know basically you choose when you want to play what type of stuff like talk about like the three day tournaments having Sundays off and now they're probably like all right let's everyone knows it's about the money let's like start, yeah. start allowing to talk about it because. It, so, it doesn't make sense that those guys didn't talk about it. Brooks got a little pissed off in his in the conference today because one of the reporters come out and was like, so how much PR training and how many questions has the Live Golf Tour trained you guys on to answer questions about all the atrocities going on in Saudi Arabia? But I do say Kepka wasn't overly impressed with the question. <laughs> but anyways, uh, sure, we've got a draft. What do we get into tonight? Um... First off, shout out to Natty Light for uh, sponsoring this draft. Um, always, always. I wouldn't be able to drink 180 beers. I think I might up it to 180 now that I know that it's going to be core, I mean, uh, Natty Light being sent to Worthley Pond. Um, I think 180 might be the over-under. So shout out Natty Light for making my 4th of July the most amazing 4th of July ever and uh, making sure me and the boys are hydrated. So Shory's saying 180, he's going to be on, like, what, a 25-beer-a-day pace of that? Seven yeah, because he's there for 10 days, yeah. Seven well, days? I think I might bang out a good 55 in the first day, so. <laughs> if if that's the start, then I can get, I can, I have some spaces to. Uh, I'll be up, up there for uh, at least one night, dude. Yeah, I think that's Sunday night, so then that makes, you know, that's another guy, 4th of July, getting there, right? Sunday that's night? Monday. Well, we're definitely there Monday night. We'll be there all day Monday and saying Monday night because that's 4th of July. So there's another 55. But Sunday, I don't know. I'm contemplating because it's supposed to be really nice. It's supposed to be some good weather, so we'll all see. Right. We'll if see. I get in, if I get at least like 12 Twisted Tees, those go down like nothing. Those don't even count. No. So don't count. Uh, Fagola, you will be in the two spot. Did you tell them what the topic is tonight? No, no, they don't need to know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> things that suck when you get over the age of thirty. Like, don't you don't want this? This is uh, things that go go bad. Right? Did I get that right? Yeah, just yeah, things, things that suck things as you get older. Yeah. Yep. Uh, KG, you're in the three spot. That puts me in the one. All right, so um, I had a fucking thing. What I do with it? You prepared for this one? I had a thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm prepared. I feel like um, of all the ones that we've done, this might be the one that I could legit just not even write a single fucking thing down and just rip a bunch of them off. Well, you yeah, are a grumpy I old man, so it makes sense. To <laughs> I am pretty grumpy. I think the first one I'm gonna go with is uh. The if if I get the 55 beers, I'm okay. But if I get you know 45 beers and and a couple shots, um, it really creates a hangover. And these hangovers now last an entire weekend or week. Like if I have if I get drunk on Saturday, I wake up on Sunday, I'm tired. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, trying to recover. Maybe I'm okay by Thursday, Friday, I'm good to go. I think this is a clear cut number one. I think this is the most obvious one to me, Mm. and it's. 
to me, like the best thing that now, like if I'm going to drink, I want to start drinking at noon and I want to be done by seven, eight o'clock. Cause that way, like you can just hammer a bunch of food, go to bed and like usually wake up. Okay. If I, if I'm drinking till after 10 o'clock, I am fucked the next four days after that. I, it's just, so yeah, I'm with you. I, that was by far my number one. Um, it's funny thinking back, like college, just go on like a, just go on like benders, like on breaks, even like breaks. Like I think me and Millage, like Christmas break one time, we drank for an ungodly amount of days and just, we just kept doing it. And just because we didn't get hung over by it. But now if I drink like eight beers, it's like, fuck, I'm done for like a couple days. So yeah. yeah no, it's like, I remember in college, cut. like we'd, we'd be at the like mud pit. And it's like, we'd go out like Thursday night and then some of us had class Friday, whatever. And then like you go out Friday night get hammered, wake up and like go to like Wendy's or McDonald's at 11, crush some food and then just like go back to the house and just like start, start hammering again. beers again. Like it was yep. like nothing even happened. Mm-hmm. I just, and it, you know, it's weird. It like, it's not a gradual thing. I feel like with hangovers, it's like you don't get hung over. You don't get hung over. You don't get hung over. You're fucked for four days. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's awful. Yep. Um, all right. This next one for me. This is pretty clear cut number two for me. And that's just like, I just don't sleep. Like, I don't get any sleep. I just, especially with kids, it's like, I've gotten to the point where if I get like six hours of sleep in a night, it's quite a bit. And I've just reserved. I've just like told myself that I'm just going to be tired for the, like the rest of my life. So I think just I think like, there's like an age you get to probably like 55. No, probably like 60. that You could just like sleep all day. Like, you know, like you get a bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your kids are moved on. You're like a grandparent maybe now. And you just at home and you you finally get that sleep that you haven't had for the past 30 years. And like one thing that screws me too a lot is like I get up so early for work. So even on the weekends or my days off, my my internal clock's like, hey, dude, it's like 430, quarter five, wake the fuck up. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I went to bed like four hours ago. I don't want to do that. So just, yeah, I've. I just reserve the fact that I'm just never going to be like um, rested ever again. I feel like you nap more than anyone I know for like a 30 year old too. I don't nap now. I just saw a photo of you a couple days ago where your daughter was tickling your toes, dude. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying like I don't ever do it, but I used to come home. <laughs> you just literally class. said you don't do it. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, you make it sound like I nap like every day when I get home. If all right, do you, does uh does Lid ever drive up to Holton? Nope. Okay, I say you would easily she, nap. She doesn't that drive ride. anywhere. Okay. She doesn't drive anywhere. Um, I I when I was making my list, I was struggling to come up with stuff, and I never even thought of this because like I feel like I don't really require a lot of sleep. I feel like I can go to bed at like one o'clock and wake up at, I mean, I think a big difference is I don't wake up as early as you do for work. I can wake up at like six 30 or seven and be, get to work on time. So that's a huge difference, but I could, I could wake work on like five, six hours of sleep every day and be fine. So. Oh, I can work on it. I guess what I'm saying is I can work. That's what I, what I do all the time. Five, six hours of sleep. What I'm saying is I'm just tired all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, my pick, I am shocked that Gola didn't do this, and mine is going to go with just throwing out your back, throwing out something, just doing fucking nothing. Like, Injuries. Like, just, you could yeah. you could wake up, and all of a sudden, you, like, you just step out of bed, and next thing you know, your back has a pinch in it, and, like, yeah. 
You have no idea why. And it lingers for fucking ever. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I had it, dude. Waking up with random injuries. It's like, what the fuck? I, what did I do? I, I woke up. No, this is like, honestly, God, I can't remember what day. It was like, I woke up like Monday or Tuesday and I moved my neck. And like, you know how if you go like this, you can see like those muscles right here. The one that was on my like right hand side was so goddamn sore. I'm like, I had literally touched my neck. I'm like, do I have a fucking tumor in my neck? Like, what is going on right now? Got a I goita. didn't do anything. No, there's <laughs> nothing in there, but I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm at the point where I'm taking a shower and I'm stretching for the day. <laughs> I'm I'm like stretching my calves out. We got a nice Are you stretch in, in the shower? Stretch oh, in the shower. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. in the shower, best best part. Uh, of my day, I love I love a nice hot shower in the morning, and then I am stretching it out in, in there. Back um, back. yeah, back to back, dude. Uh, I'm gonna go with um. I know this doesn't uh, hit everyone, but it hits two of us on this podcast, and that is losing the hair on top of your head, dude. It is something that, like. I wear a hat a lot and I shave my head a lot, but I do that because like I have fucking nothing growing up there. You yeah. know what I mean? And it is, it's tough, dude. And there's, there's people we'll see. Like I remember at Millage's wedding, the fucking photographer had a um, fantastic mop on his head. And I was like, dude, yeah, I'm so goddamn jealous of the cabbage. You got flowing up there. Yeah. He's got, he had some great flow. So yeah. I mean, I bit my head, so I'm with you there, man. But I yeah. also like pretty sure like mine, mine wasn't a fact of getting old. Like I'm pretty sure I started shaving my head, but as a senior in college, I was like 22 or 23. And that was it for me. I couldn't grow fucking hair on the top of my head after that. So I've been dealing with it for a long time. I've um, got to get a haircut within a month. Usually my hair grows up fucking fast. Yeah. You got decent which hair. I'm dude. very happy about But my grandfather. When he passed, he was like 88 and he still had a full head of hair. Mm-hmm. Good gene. So, like, for me, is like, I've been shaving my head since ninth grade, and I like my hair being short, but there's times where I'd be like, I want to change it up and just, like, grow it out a little bit, you know, and I just can't do it. So, all the power to you there, dude. All right. So, this next one, I don't know if you guys deal with this. I definitely do. Um, and I feel like I never dealt with it when I was younger, and it's just, like, the same thing. You turn 30. But. No less than four times a week, I get just like brutal fucking heartburn. No matter what I eat, I don't, I don't care what it is, dude. I'll just like, and there's like obviously certain things. Like if I have like anything like red sauce, and I love pasta red sauce, crushes me. I don't eat a ton of chocolate, but if I have a piece of chocolate, fuck the rest of the day. Like it's chocolate, dude. Chocolate crushes me with heartburn. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the sugar. I have no idea, but I get. Dude, heartburn just is brutal. Like, I remember, like, we used to, I, we always joked around, like, we go to Lids Camp. I would buy, we'd buy two packages of Zantac in the morning, like, me, Lid, and her cousin Emily just pop in Zan, uh, one Zantac in the morning because we're just going to get waffled the rest of the day, drink and eat like shit. And it was like, that was how we, like, got through the day. So, and then they took it off the shelf because it causes cancer. So that was, that's good. Nice. I remember the first time I got it. Um, we talked about this when we were up to Orono and they had like the you could go in and buy the the snacks with your bear bucks. And I bought yep. Swedish fish, big fucking giant bag of them. And I was just like eating them, playing Madden. 
um, not going to class. And I was like, oh, do I have to go to the hospital? Like, what is going on right now? This is fucking killing me. And uh, just just a little heartburn for you. Now I, now I live with it every day. I can't remember the last time I had heartburn. I don't even. Oh, good for you, God, man. Don't That's even know. You are one lucky man. If I get it one time per year, that would surprise me. I, I, this is I'm going to get it multiple times a day. I get it and it goes away, then it comes back. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm with you. That might be a big guy problem, though, sure. You know, you and me, you and I are a little bit bigger than KG is. That might be just be a big guy problem. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of, my next one would be losing weight. Not nearly yep. as easy. Um, brutal. Um, I'm not great at losing weight anyway, but there was a time where if I went on a diet, I was like, all right, bang, one week, 10 pounds, two weeks, 15 pounds. And now it's like, now it's, now it's a work, like you had to work to get that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember, I remember in college, like you first get to college, right? You know, like we all stopped playing like competitive sports in high school and mm-hmm. like, you're just not doing much. And I remember like freshman, sophomore year, I'd gain like 20 pounds, 25 pounds. And I was like, holy shit, I got to lose some weight. I just go to the field house and we'll play pickup basketball, like just run for like two hours a night. And it was like, I'd lose it in like a fucking month. Mm-hmm. Like it was like nothing. Didn't even do anything. Still ate like shit, still drank, but it was like, you just did a little physical activity. Now it's like, I got to eat like six calories a day and run like a marathon and I might lose like two pounds. Right. Um, my next one is, uh, I just have a major issue with clothes in general. Like, I don't know if what I'm wearing is outdated. Am I like, if this is this Nike shirt even cool or do I look like a dad? Um, I love I, it. This is so good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've really got to question myself. Like, where, where am I in my life? Like, I'm not cool enough to wear like a, like a uh, lime green uh, Nike shirt. I can't do that. But is the Nike shirt that I'm wearing is that not even like? Is that too dad? Is that too old? Um, how about these shoes? Are these are these even in? Do the kids wear these nowadays? Oh wait, do the, the kids do wear them? Am I too old to wear these? I don't know where <laughs> I'm at in life. Dude, that's so fucking good. I'm with you. How many do you, uh, how many times a week would you put on your clothes and then ask your wife like, is this okay? No, oh, yeah. I'm at the point where I just buy the same clothes in different colors. Yeah. Like yeah. I just have. Duluth pants in three different colors. I have mm-hmm. Carhartt shirts. I have this same Carhartt shirt in at least six different colors. Yeah. It just it just fits for me. And why change it up? Mm-hmm. Oh, any most like most. Have you guys ever worn Duluth underwear? I gotta yeah, I gotta bring this up. No. Oh, that is a must on your next Christmas list. Oh yeah. They are. They even have commercials for them because they're that good. But they are. Oh, I've seen those commercials for those. Yeah. They're awesome. They really are. Like little cartoon type commercials. Shout out, out Duluth. Uh, I I hear they just sent um, three pairs in the mail, so that's awesome. Um, thank there you for you our sponsor. Um, we'll report back. I'll let you. Yeah, we'll have to let the boys know how how it goes, how they air them out. So. Um. All right. One thing I don't know how like how often you guys do this, or if you have done it before, but like one thing that like pisses me off is when there's times where like I have to take a day or two off of work to do shit around the house. Like I've like in the winter time mm. I've like taken like days off to like, cause like I gotta shovel my fucking roof and I just like don't have time to do it. So it's like having to use like vacation time to do chores around your house sucks. 
I know that. Yeah, that I I've taken I, when I do that. It's usually a half a day. I'll take like a half a day. But like I gotta mow the lawn. I just the lawn's out of control. I gotta mow it, and we're busy this weekend. So yep, gotta take a day, a half a day, and it fucking Fuck. sucks, dude. It does suck really bad. It's like you used to be able to like take it to half a day. It's like oh, what are you you taking a day off? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start drinking at 9 a.m. and I'm yeah. gonna be you know whatever. And now it's like. No, I'm gonna go shovel a foot and a half of fucking snow off. I my don't roof. do that as and much. And then I have to shovel it off my deck after I get it off my roof. But I do have, uh, well, even if if I work from home, I have my lunch break that's an hour long. And then if I yeah. am at work, I drive home. It's five minutes, so I have 50 minutes at home. So I spend a lot of my time like I gotta change my shoes and I gotta stop mowing the lawn. The other day I went in, I mowed the lawn so quick, I was fucking pouring sweat, dude. I. It had to have been my whole back was just drenched in my underwear. It made it so bad for the rest of the day. I had like an like almost like an epiphany epiphany yesterday, and I was like, I said to mow the lawn, and I'm like, I literally said to myself, I'm like, I'm done doing this. Like, I'm not 100 certain I'm gonna do it right off. But I was like, when I get back from fucking vacation, I'm probably buying a ride lawnmower because I am done push mowing this motherfucker. I've had enough. I'm done. There's some areas I'm still gonna have to do, but I'm like, I would, I legit like, I should. Mow and my this lawn, plays like, into other and ones. I, this plays into to losing weight. Now it's gonna be even harder to lose weight because you're sitting on a lawnmower. Like, yeah, yeah, because during the summer it's like the only physical activity I get, is, other than golf, is mowing my lawn. And mm-hmm. I just like avoid doing it because I I get so pissed. Or off. if you got drunk the night before and you're mowing on a Sunday, you might mow yourself out of a hangover. But now. You're, you're just gonna be sitting on that lawnmower. You're you're gonna have that hangover last another day. Yep. Yeah, he's tied together. Because... I'm just tying them oh, together yeah. for you guys. I got you. All right, I'm up. I'm gonna go. Um. So, obviously, everyone has chores around their house, and um, you know, some you only have to do once a week, but something that you have to do literally every single day, and then you start having kids is laundry. Laundry is just one of those things like you. There's so many times in this house where I'll get all the laundry done and our and our hamper is completely empty. And then I go to bed that night and I look in it and it already seems like it's half full. Like and I just be like, where the fuck did these clothes all come from? But then I got to remember there's four human beings in this house who are all dirty for that day. And it's just one thing that you're just never you're you're always going to do laundry from this point the rest of your life. And it's just. Until you get to a fucking nursing home or something like that. It's like laundry every <laughs> single day. I can't wait till like, Bo can do a chores. Yeah. No, I know. I'm so goddamn particular, though. And, like, Katie, like, when we first met and we'd start doing laundry together like that, like, we got into a couple arguments because I'm a little particular and a little, little anable stuff. And if, like, my sh- if, like, stuff wasn't folded the right way, I didn't get upset, but I'd be like, oh, geez, you, uh. You folded my shirt wrong. <laughs> I'll say a little <laughs> shit like that. So I can already picture my fucking spazzy kids just doing shit wrong and it's gonna piss me off. So and, and what's gonna and the thing is you know damn well they're gonna get to a point where they do it wrong intentionally too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Yep. They will. All right. Uh my next one, I'm gonna go uh a little sentimental in this one. And it's going to be, like, just watching, like, your loved ones around you get older. Like, it's weird. Like, you'll see photos, like, throwback photos of, like, your dad or your mom or your grandparents. And it'll be from, like, 15, 20 years ago. And they're, like, young and no gray hairs. And then all of a sudden, like, you see them, like, today. And it's, like, just completely different people. 
And it's crazy, like, how quickly time flies. So it's yeah, just, like, it's yeah. watching, like, just loved ones and people you know just, like, get older. Because no one can – no one can – uh Nobody beats time. Yeah, no one beats time, man. So Tom Brady, but <laughs> <laughs> Justin Verlander. <laughs> yeah. Kev? That was me, dude. It's for Gola. Yeah. No, I you thought you. Too? Oh, you laundry. have laundry in that one, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So, <laughs> this one is. I'm um, KG called me a grumpy old man, and this is kind of like gonna play into that a little bit and like i am as you guys know like i'm a pretty social person like i when i have a few drinks with me i don't shut the fuck up there's nights on this podcast i don't shut the fuck up so i like to socialize but i also hate the like when i get older of like having to socialize with new people because it's like i really don't give a fuck what what you're about i don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck about anything you do but i have to sit here and i have to act like i care and it's like years ago, I could just be like, ah, fuck it. I'm like, it's just, just little shit now that I have, you have to like socialize with new people. And I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to talk to like my group of friends. I don't need to make any new friends. I'm like, I'm, I'm good with the friends that I have. So like you just go away and let me, I just, yeah. So like socializing with like new people, you, know, you get, I know it's going to get worse as like your kids go to like daycare and they go play do sports, and it's just going to be even worse. And I'm just going to, I yeah. fucking hate my life. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, I would say that that even goes to like just socializing with just people maybe that you don't know as well. Like you know them, I don't know. Like you, there's got to be you guys have been in a grocery store before, and you see someone like on the other end, and like you do something to avoid them. Oh, oh Lit- legit. When I go to pick up groceries, Liz, like, why don't you ever go to the one in Rumford? Like, just pick some small stuff up on your way home before you leave town. And I'm like, because I may have to talk to somebody mm. in the store, and I don't want to act like I give a fuck what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. and I know that sounds awful, but I, no, it's just, it's just the way it is. In fact, the other day I was in Hannaford and Turner, and I saw a kid that we went to high school with. It was in my brother's class. I went to turn down the aisle. And I see him, and I'm like, nope, can't make eye contact. Backtrack, went down another aisle away, so I wouldn't have to talk to him. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Because then, then you always have the, oh, how things going? No, oh, things are good. Well, all right, sure. man. Well, am I gonna yeah. go? And you have that awkward goodbye, and I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, no, I'm done. I don't want to do it. I hate it. I haven't lived in Rumford in over five years now, but I guarantee, like this weekend, if we had to like go to the Hannaford to pick something up, I would, I would know at least 15 people, like just in my quick 10 minutes there. I know it yeah, because it's such a small so town and, and everyone want to talk. And so, yeah, I can't go but with my also... father because it, oh, God. a th- 15 minute, 15 item thing turns into an hour and a half. Yeah. I could imagine like, that. people that I well, like they... were in my class that I've never talked to. He'll be like, Hey, aren't you, uh, aren't you Joey? You were in a little Ann's class. Little Ann. You know, Ann? My son, Ann? You know, Andy? <laughs> you know, my boy? Oh, hi, Joe. Oh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, having fun. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, do take care. No, I don't fuck off. I don't care. Yeah. Um, back to me? Yes, sir. All right. This one, I don't care. I feel like some people need to hear this. Um, I'm, I'm sick of excuses. Like, people... Um, used to do fun things um, back in the day when they were younger, 
And now I ask friends to do shit and they make excuses on why they can't. I feel like I hear excuses all the fucking time from people um, that are bullshit. They just don't want to get out and do anything. And it's like you still need to be you. I know who you are. And you sitting around your house all day is not good enough. You need to come out. Are you calling out one of us on this podcast right now, dude? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't think so. Uh, I'm calling out one specific person. Well, not specific, but there's a few. But there's one person that I have, and I, I'm shooting at. Is this one person? Wait, is this one person a listener of the BDB podcast? Not often. Okay. No. Although T Ruff, I would appreciate you to do a little bit more, but (laughs) (laughs) not who I was targeting. (laughs) He knows. He knows. He actually knows who I'm targeting. Um, my next one is I think I made this up, and I think it's gonna be good. Um, this is all about my favorite human being I've ever met, and that's my mother-in-law. Um. G-Dub, this one's for you. It's I, I made up the word Fitz. That was the name of your dog. Um, it's when you go to fart and a little bit of shit comes out. Cool. <laughs> uh, I, got a, I always, got a question. I got a question. She always said, go just, when you get older, you don't know exactly what's going to happen when you go to fart. Nope. And, uh, Never trust a fart. She, she always lived by that. And it was always like, how the fuck does that stink so bad? And she's like, I don't know, maybe something came out. Like, as a joke. Um, <laughs> but I started thinking, like, hey, we were sitting here running that podcast one time I got sick. And I thought I was just, and I think I might have needed to check my underwear after. Because I was puking and I think shit was coming everywhere. Literally. So. Did you call it a fits? I called it a fits. A fart that ends up being shits. Oh, a fits. I getcha. Because I've always heard of it as a shark, you know, because yeah. of uh, Along King Polly. Yep. But I think that this fits because, A, it fits, fits, get it, Um, because her maiden name, Fitzgerald, or, and then her dog, who mm-hmm. she loved, Fitzy. Yep. Yep. Um, so I had to change up the name so it fit her. I gotcha. I like yep. that. Um, I got a question for she's you. Kill, she's this. she's literally evil eyeing the fuck out of me right now. So, you know, if I if I don't wake up tomorrow, you guys know why. Because sure gonna have a nightmare tonight. Uh, yeah. How often do you like in a year? How many times a year do you think you fits? Less, not I. Less I than just one. say, yeah, me too. I don't. I yeah, I would say time. one maybe, but it's usually yeah. when I'm sick. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's sometimes when like I feel like I'm gonna, I gotta like take. I feel like I gotta fart, and then I'm like, you start to do it a little, and I'm like, oh boy, this is. I'm risking this one a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I've never actually like shit myself, at least not recently. Mm-hmm. I did it once when I had a stomach virus. I farted, and I was like, uh oh. Yeah, you're usually sick, but like you're just kind of like yeah. you're kind of like pushing the limits. Like I gotta fart, but wait a second, what's coming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my last one, and I don't know if this is if this is considered one or if it's considered two, so I'm going to say it, and you guys just tell me, and I'll pick one or the other. So, Shory's going to hate me because part of it is always having fucking plans. I And, like, the other part of it was always having plans, but always having to, like, 
make plans like two months out. Like, oh, I got to fucking check my calendar. Yeah, I'm, I'm free fucking in October 14th from like two to seven. Like, mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. But the always making plans thing, or always having plans. Always like, having. I think Lynn and I had, we looked at it, and I think there was beginning of like the beginning of June up until like the sec, the last two weekends in July, we had something going on. There was like a five week window every fucking weekend. We were going somewhere or doing something. And I'm just like, I, I hate it. I legit like used to love the day of like just being able to like wing shit on the weekends or just like, and I just feel like during the summer times now when you're older, especially when you have kids and you got to go see grandparents and, you know, you try to make time for some friends, which is, I mean, it's, it's the stuff's always fun, but I just always hate having plans like every fucking weekend during the summer. I hate it. I will say that all plans are not created equal, dude. Uh, there's definitely some things you look forward to way more than others. Like, yeah. this fourth, like fourth of July coming up here, like at, at Wayne's camp, like I've been, that's been circled on my calendar. Like, fucking circled you know what i mean like big time i'm, I'm uh-huh. pumped for this but then there's other things you do i'm not gonna say like what they are but you just like don't look forward to them and this but it's still an obligation you have to do where you would much rather just sit at home and like not do anything yeah. so i any, completely any understand examples? what you're saying <laughs> no <laughs> i don't know who listens. maybe, maybe one listen. example <laughs> who's the guy you're talking about that uh you wish didn't make excuses uh we don't have to good see. point good yeah. point good yeah, point yeah. I almost... and, and that's what I mean. Like, and like most of the time, like what, like what I said, like when we, the, everything that we've done, that we have plans for. It's like it's stuff that I enjoy doing. Like we you know, you know, we went down, you know, went up to my parents last weekend, and you know, went down to her father's, and then we went, you know, it's stuff that I enjoy doing, but I just hate having fucking shit to do all the time. Mm-hmm. If I could just yep. be at Worthy Bond every day of the weekend. Um, Every weekend of the summer, I could be okay with that. Yep. And whatever happens, happens that way. Yep. And then, like, have a babysitter always on call, ready to go in case things get a little too crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't that be just perfect? It would be. It'd be fucking fantastic. Yep. All right. Um, Let's finish this off. I am going to go. Uh, I think someone brought this up a little tiny bit earlier, but we never really touched on it. But I'm going to go with um, not not playing organized competitive sports anymore. Um, I think like that's like one big thing of like why we were in shape in high school. Right. It's because we were always doing something. But like just like the like the thrill i guess i don't know i don't know what the word i'm trying to think of is like i think like we everybody like thinks of just like, the competitive like the competitiveness of it yeah just being competitive like I now i'm like being competitive with my kid you know what i mean it's like yeah. that's not the same yeah. thing i think that's why we like fantasy so much right is that we played sports and like this is kind of one of the closest things you can get to it and our golf events have been mm-hmm. like electric because i mean right. I've never seen Fagola cry more when I fucking absolutely oh, hammered him in the last one. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I think let's I hung on ma- to... Let's play, uh, ma- let's play a match with your actual fucking handicap in mind, and we'll see what, see what happens. They're probably the same. Yeah, I doubt it. 
like I feel like I played like a lot of like slow pitch softball, like men's league basketball, and I like, hung on to it for a long time. And then like the body just started breaking down where I couldn't do it all the time and moved away from Rumford, so I couldn't do it all the time. But it's like, God, I miss like just yeah, just like having that. That was huge. And it was like, and it goes back to like the getting old thing is like, especially with like slow pitch is something that. Like when I played like baseball or anything like that, I like always would dive and try and slide and all this other shit. And it was like, it got to the point where like I dive for a ball and it's mm-hmm. like, it took me like, felt like it took me like three minutes to try to get up. And I'm like, yep. this, I just can't do this shit anymore. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been quite a few, quite a few years since I've done anything like that. So I think that's why I'm liking golf is that I've been so long without a competitive sport where. And golf, I wasn't good at before, and I didn't like stick with it and try with it. But now I'm like, mm-hmm. no way. I'm 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 coming to be one of the, like I want to be better and better and better. So I I I gotta think that's why a lot of people maybe your age and like older like up and you can play it until you're 70, yeah. 80 years old, and it's because it gives us that competitiveness. Like I like this is something like you just picked it up. And you're obviously a sandbagger, and I just think like you're gonna continue <laughs> to play this the rest of your life. Probably. And you can play it the rest of your life. Right. Probably. Like you couldn't go like, out and you... play football. You couldn't go no. out and play basketball like every no. day. You couldn't do that. You could know? you could you imagine like I could not imagine going out right now and trying to like run up a court and like jump. I guarantee if I tried to jump, both my Achilles tendons would just fucking just mm-hmm. rupture. Yeah. Rupture. I, I just agree. can't. Can't do it. Imagine playing football right now and getting hit by someone. No. The difference is like when I played in high school, I played quarterback. If I was playing football now, I'd be playing fucking like guard or tackle. There's <laughs> a big difference. Or I'd be a blocking oh, I'd tight be a end. Fucking Ted Washington. Blocking tight end. Vince Wolfwood, just sit there. Um, yeah, I. I I think that that's a great one, Kev, because that's definitely something I miss. That's probably why I got into coaching. And then you realize that coaching is so much harder than playing. Um, but it at least gives you that competitive spirit. So, um, sure. so like Buckley just started doing T-ball and like he's been to two, two practices now. And like, I've always been like growing up in like, it's weird that like, parents can get so much into their kids because it's always like, I, I want to be the one doing it, you know, but it's like now that he's starting to do that and like seeing him like enjoy it and like he's pretty decent at it. It's like, I'm so excited to see like how this is going to play out as mm-hmm. he get older, you know, for sure. A lot of good uh, baseball players coming out of Southern Maine too recently. So mm-hmm. it's a good sport to get into and like. It certainly is. Like you can't name a football player that's been good in Maine yeah. in the last like. 20 years that's like gone on to do something successful in a division one program. Mm-hmm. Right. But baseball, you can hopefully basketball them, soon. But too. I know there is basketball soon. Yes. Yep. Um, all right. Um, so no, no episode on Sunday. Um, back on Wednesday, I'm sure I'll be, um, 10, 12 deep on that one so that should be fun um my camp's wide open so i'm sure my wife will be sitting right next to me so i don't know maybe we can uh maneuver them in we'll see who knows Mm -hmm. but um 
have a great Fourth of July and drink as much natty light as you can. And uh, let us know how it goes. We appreciate you guys. We love you. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to the podcast. Peace. Thanks, guys. Yeah.